0: Welcome to Sidetrack, I'm Dennis Kaminsky, And before we get into our conversation today, I just want to thank anybody who took time to listen. I'm incredibly excited about this project. I've always felt very blessed to grow up in the Metro Detroit area because I felt like I was lucky enough to have conversations with people from all different backgrounds of cultures, and I've been able to develop a new perspective because of that, and I'm excited to share some of those conversations with you guys. And today, I feel like I have a perfect opening guest, I met Toy Soldier a few years ago, we were working at the same job, and when she told me she was a rapper, it scared the shit out of me, because usually when somebody shows you their work for the first time, you have to just politely nod your head and go, hey, yeah, just keep working at it, you'll get there someday. But uh, it wasn't like that with her. Right off the bat, I could hear she was an incredibly talented artist, but more importantly than that, in working with her, I saw her grind, 10-hour days, change, go straight to a club and start performing for four hours, and... That work ethic motivated me to push myself to doing this project, so it brings me great joy to say without further ado, enjoy my conversation with Toy Soldier.
1: Hell yeah. Sick, but Makes me sick game. too. I hate that shit. Hell yeah.
0: Business is whack as fuck. Check check.
1: Like check one, two motherfucker. Brup. Bru bra.
0: bra. <laughs> bra, bra, bra. <laughs> Get some ad-libs to start it off.
1: <laughs> the only podcast with ad <laughs> Yeah,
0: just That's what I'm calling it. It's ad-lib with Dennis Kaminsky.
1: A- ad-lib Yeah, you know, it's going to be
0: three and a half hours of ad-libs a day.
1: <laughs> bro, you're going to hear some of them bitches on somebody's mixtape.
0: I hope not. <laughs> they're going to steal them bitches. Nah, they're more than welcome to. That shit would make me happy as hell, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> if I turn on a fucking track one day and hey, I'm like, holy shit, is on? that me on my podcast? <laughs> I was just fucking around
1: featuring dennis kaminsky
0: (laughs) no that's the day right there
1: (laughs) that'd be funny as hell
0: to that point with me today it's lagoon (laughs) toy soldier that's what's up
1: what's good bro
0: how you been i'm good
1: man you know living life makes me happy to hear
0: like i said a little bit earlier off air i'm gonna throw this on air as well proud as fuck of you every single time i see you on the internet you're doing something new keep working keep grinding
1: Got to, I got to. That's how I. That's how I keep myself sane. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, <laughs> turn this down. Oh yeah, dude, you got to do.
0: No worries at all. This shit's gonna be dropping in like a month and a half. Okay. So no worries, making it time sensitive or anything like that. We got plenty of room to edit. Bit. Sure, there's gonna be lots of little edits on there on my own. I fuck up. I can't speak English properly, I've learned.
1: Me either. Never. <laughs> but I'm always blah blah blah. They'd be like, what the fuck you just say? That's oh. how I feel. <laughs>
0: just use it to your advantage. Act like you meant to. Exactly. Like you're saying something that they don't understand.
1: I'm like, I was rapping actually. <laughs> yeah, I was
0: practicing some bars. I saw Kanye did that interview with Joe Rogan the other day. Uh, Stops talking in the middle of a conversation. Like, what's up? I was saying a prayer. <laughs> what the fuck? He just forgot what the fuck he was saying, and then to play it <laughs> off after he was like, "I was just saying a prayer real no, quick."
1: did you see that Mike Tyson one though? The one with him and Oh the, Boozy
0: when he called him out on the transgender yes, thing? Yes,
1: that one too. That was awkward. Yeah, he's like, "I awkward. wasn't
0: even saying it like that, Mike. Hey, I he, promise, man. Don't you know
1: damn well he was." What <laughs> are you gonna do?
0: Tell Mike Tyson? He, but
1: you ain't about to tell Mike Tyson yeah. that. Like, I know I'm not. <laughs> yeah, What's
0: it's just that? terrifying. Could you imagine, legitimately, how high your heart rate would get? If Mike Tyson even looked at you the wrong way, I'd
1: be like, uh, "Uh, sir, uh, look, man, I, you want me to just leave? Cause I will. I, I will. <laughs> yeah, <he hit laughs> whatever you, in, like, you want."
0: Four uppercuts before you even saw one of them coming.
1: Exactly. Like and he's me, my little ass, right not even yeah. the upper half of an uppercut. I'm out of there.
0: Oh, he's gonna chop you in half with an I'm uppercut. I'm out, out of there. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna add like three feet. One <laughs> of those robots called the Rockem Sockems. Yeah, and the neck shoots up. <laughs> yeah. Nah, either Boom. way. Uh, What I was going to say, though, real quick was the one thing I did want to shout out for you, uh, Heartbreak Seasons, available on iTunes and Spotify. Anywhere else we can get that shit?
1: Spotify. uh, I think it's on SoundCloud. um, Pretty much anywhere where you can download music. That's where it's at. YouTube. Nice, nice. Uh,
0: Considered an album or mixtape? What do you got the label on that?
1: Uh, It's considered an album.
0: You're considering that? Is that your first official album?
1: It is not. My first official album is coming. It's coming. It's working on it right now. It's called Time Now
0: congratulations that makes me happy as hell to hear well congratulations on heartbreak seasons uh if you guys like music check it out support her she's a talented artist but primarily if i could shout out two tracks lies in the fucking bitch i think that's the the highlight of the album to me sonically i like where you went with that one quite a bit yeah
1: that's, that's actually my two favorite, too.
0: Is it? Yes. I, when I was listening to it, um, I remember when we got to that one, that's the first time that I like hiked it up a little bit because I felt like sonically I like you going in those directions because mm-hmm. you're dope as fuck. I listened to a bunch of your shit within the last week because I was going to have you on, so I wanted to make sure I educated myself before I came on. I wanted to listen to it a little bit heavier than I usually listen to it.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, the track Quarantine, too, I thought was dope as fuck. Yeah, I thought you came off really well on that one. I think lyrically you sound good fucking straight bars on that one it's just you (laughs) spitting and having fun and then in regards to the the album itself uh like i said lies and fucking bitch i thought were the big highlights on that one because it's not like that you're not just spitting i like what you do with it musically as well so thanks absolutely see
1: like everybody you know it was crazy because like i got a couple different like responses that was interesting to me I honestly thought that everybody's favorite was going to be the very first track that's on there because it's something way different for me. You know what I'm saying? I always try to guess like what I think the people would be like, which one would be, would be their favorite. You know what I'm saying? I thought that was going to be like the number one on there. But then it took a like crazy twist because I get like all type of re- like I, the most ones that I've got responds like this is the best one that's on here was Lies and How You Feel in Love.
0: Okay. That is like, like that, that too, one yeah. is
1: probably like the one that I got the most responses. Like that's that's the that's the best one on there, and I'm like, no, what about fucking bitch? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> to me that's the best one
0: on. There. Well, I like lice right into fucking bitch. I think those two yeah, blend into each other beautifully. Right, yeah. It's almost one track. Yeah, it's split up a little bit, and I like yeah. that a lot. It's also a really easy listen altogether. It's seven yeah. songs, twenty three minutes. Yeah, so I mean, you ain't got nothing to lose checking that shit out. Good, yeah. bad, or indifferent. Yeah. Toy soul on Spotify. Check it out. Get them streams up. Yeah. But I was going to ask you, too, that I've known you for a few years now, and this is the first I've ever heard of you musically like this. This is the the first time you shifted into that kind of a direction. Um, did you get a little bit of uh, negative feedback from the Detroit hip-hop community on your sound, or was it supportive? Because you, you've been pretty big in the Detroit scene for a minute now. Right. So. Uh-oh. I wasn't sure if that, because, I mean, when you listen to Detroit music, you know, most people was they're spazzing even, the fuck out, yeah. Yeah,
1: just going straight to fuck in like that. Uh, no, I actually didn't get any negative responses, like, I mean, besides my ex-girlfriend, but fuck <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> but, uh, like, no, I didn't get any negative responses. Like, everybody was uh, a lot of, like, shocked for real like a lot of people were shocked like what the fuck like you must have been really going through something you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah. like everybody i'm pretty sure like people really they understood exactly where i was coming from you know what i'm saying so it was like they didn't really I, ne- I didn't get no negative responses because they knew that's just how i was feeling yeah it's you know a really good saying? breakup album yeah
0: i think so, everybody's got one of those in their catalog their heartbreak <laughs> their heartbreak season it's the part of the year where they're going through some shit yeah so i thought that was a dope concept like I said, I like you pushing your voice like that. Yeah. I was I was happy to see you experimenting with stuff because you got a lot of characteristics that I think are going to lend to your success as you move forward. But I think how expressive you are, mm-hmm. like both with your face and with your voice. To yeah. me, that's always been the thing that I've found to be the highlight. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I think that's what adds a lot to your personality. So rap is a really good platform for something like that already because you get to play with your voice quite a bit and you get to fuck with the bars and you know what i mean like the little shit you put on the end of it i'm not mm-hmm. musically equipped enough to have the conversation like properly you know <laughs> no i know I, mean? I get what you're but saying you get what i'm though. saying I get which exactly i appreciate what you're saying, yeah. but i like that you're starting to play with it yeah. the singing a little bit more too yeah i like that you're playing with the auto-tune the right way because you're using it to your advantage as opposed to using it as a crutch to right. you not being able to sing you're trying to push it to make it sound cool as opposed to it making you sound like a better singer you know what i mean and i think mm-hmm. that that's the proper way to utilize autotune yeah so
1: so yeah that shit uh it took a lot of work though because like i said when i, I first tell. started started off uh using autotune i was trash <laughs>
0: i want to hear the raw cuts <laughs> i want to hear the the, ad- the unedited uh, without uh, the autotune i want to hear what kind of screams you were putting out there <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey to be honest though like uh a lot of them i liked it better without the auto tune you know what i'm saying it really? was like but uh, some people was like no nah, man you gotta you gotta correct that but because i'm not like a singer but I like my mean, voice yeah. is not horrible you know what i'm saying so to me it was like oh shit yeah, whatever I agree.
0: that's why i like you using it when i heard you rapping sometimes i could hear like you might be able to sing a little bit better than you're pulling out of
1: yeah, a lot of people say that. Like yeah. somebody told me, like, man, I wish you would sing more. You got a, you got some vocals on you, and I'm like, what the hell, y'all tripping? I ain't got no damn vocals on me. But then I started playing with my voice more, and I'm like, oh shit, maybe I do got some. Somebody suggested to me that I actually go to um, go and get like vocal lessons and shit like that.
0: Yeah, probably can't hurt.
1: Yeah, I, I I definitely plan on like trying it out. Because I am excited
0: to hear what it sounds like when you start putting it all together like that. Oh, yeah. I think this was a good step in the right direction. Like I said, you're talented when it comes to a lot of different things. Without just spending uh, 25 minutes sucking your dick, I was going uh, <laughs> to ask you, with a project like this versus straight spazzing out, which is more therapeutic? Ooh. Because sometimes that's, when you hear somebody spaz out, you're like, yeah, you just got to load off your chest. And some of the tracks that I've heard from you, you've gotten a fucking load off your chest. <laughs> but it felt the same listening to this album, but in a very different way.
1: See, that's a good ass question, because I honestly, I feel like this th- with the album like this was probably a lot more therapeutic mm. because I was able to express myself in different ways, not just with my words. You know what I'm saying? And and opposed to a track where I'm just spazzing on that motherfucker. It's just word, 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 bar, 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 bar. You know what I'm saying? But like it felt better to be able to express myself more creatively to where it's like just the slightest sound that I made. You know what I'm saying? You can hear it and you're like, oh, that. you can feel it. Like you feel that pain, you know? So like it probably was this this, side. Like that's better for me.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. That's yeah. a because it feels like you can get stuff you've been holding on to longer out with an album like this. Yeah. Whereas when you spaz out, you're saying the shit that's fresh on your mind.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, bam! Oh yeah. shit! You know what I'm Listen saying? Listen to like, it back. And you're like, oh fuck!
0: I felt like that. <laughs>
1: it's like he getting hit with a brick. Like God damn! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah, I can't rap for shit. And <laughs>
1: hey, you never know. You never know. Oh, I know you might go through some shit and pick up a pen one day and be like, "God damn, I never knew I could do this."
0: No, nah, I'm gonna pick up the the microphone and just try going into it. I'm uh-huh. just gonna freestyle one day.
1: Oh shit! Okay, I'm dropping I'm, I'm drop acapella. For it. I'm gonna be here. I keep somebody be like...
0: beatboxing in the back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh. Ooh, that's a hard ass beat. You gonna jump on there like that? <laughs> oh, you want me to freestyle? <laughs> <laughs> <Look>. <laughs> left the party last night. I seen this bitch and she was white <laughs> She say her pussy tight uh. <sighs> Damn
0: <laughs> Nah the I can't do music done. like that the Yeah beat was that was done. it <laughs> the Somebody beat was needed done. to loop that shit like 35 <laughs> seconds ago <laughs> The beat was done I huh? appreciate you actually getting into it You were gonna do something Because but I, was, I
1: didn't know you was about to start no, spazzing like that Oh yeah, shit was... That's some shit you have been working on <sighs> That's coming from the, the that's the uh, the album that you about yeah, to that's drop? that's the album I'm
0: getting ready to drop. It's going to take me like 15 years to get it done. <laughs> 15 years. Yeah, fuck that. I appreciate you. going
1: to be old as hell like, hey, drop drop I know, exactly. <laughs> I'm
0: going to be making references to this year's election.
1: Was like 20 years ago. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck? These guys
0: have been dead for 20 years now. But nah, that's what's up. I remember where I was at before that.
1: Uh, you were saying something about uh, asking me which one was more therapeutic. Yeah, like, yeah, more therapeutic.
0: Do you think that you're going to be experimenting with this kind of a sound uh, on the party side of music as well? For sure. Think you're going to start adding some singing into that?
1: I think once I started right, like once I got into that shit, like for real, for real got into it, it unlocked a different side of my creativity that, you know what I'm saying, I didn't really fuck with. And now the whole thing about musicians, for me at least, I don't know how other people is, but like for me is like, I like to find the area that I'm, like, the most terrible at and work at it and just mm. keep working at it until I can master it. And then I keep – that's how I just keep going around, you know. So, like, I found that area area and I'm like, I'm not terrible at it, but it's, like, it's not my strong spot, so I'm going to keep working at it. You know, so I yeah. want to experience more with that, with that side. So of course, I'm it's like a good
0: mixed martial artist, you want to have a very well rounded game going into. The, definitely you get you wrestling down. And definitely jiu jitsu on the ground. When you need to.
1: Yeah, I actually like. I just started writing um like this album that I'm writing right now. It's a, it's a lot of like sounds on there that I never would have thought that I would get into. You know what I'm saying? Like definitely experiencing more on like just the music side instead of focusing solely on my words. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you
0: feel like, uh, generally speaking, that you feel like you write uh, more poignant lyrics the more words you're throwing out because you just so happen to stumble into some bars periodically where you're like, god damn. <laughs> or do you feel like when you, you're focused writing, you can get the more poignant shit out? Or do you overthink it? Because that's always something like, uh, as somebody who writes scripts, generally, when I just put stuff out, I usually like it a little bit more because I don't have as much time to go back into it and pick it apart. And I feel like when you're doing the more musical stuff that you're doing, you got to look at the lyrics longer because you got to hit the same take over and over again Mm -hmm. and you don't get to experiment with the bars and the wordplay as you go. Do you feel like?
1: Yeah, honestly, like I like it better when like power tripping. Yeah. Power tripping. I didn't write it. I just was like, you know what? I was in a car and I just was putting some shit together and I was like, I'm gonna go to the studio tonight and record this. And yeah. yeah. One day I was talking to you and you was like, I think that's some of the best shit you ever produced. And I'm like, that's crazy. I literally just was like, but I thought the same thing. You know what what I'm saying? I was like, for sure, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because it was like it wasn't overthought. It was just it just was done. And that's the whole thing with this, like, you gotta remember to have fun, you know? And like sometimes when you get caught up in this and it be too serious, you forget to have fun with it, and yeah, the listeners, they can hear that, you know what I'm it's saying? It's expression, it's art, yeah. It's, yeah. You want so them to
0: match where you're at, and you're coming at it from the I place do like here.
1: it better when I just go in the studio and just put some shit together instead of like sitting down and writing and trying to figure out, so like I've actually changed the way that I record now, like I don't even, I won't, it's very rare that I like write a song, sit there and write, write, write a song, and then take it to the studio to go record. Most of the time what I do now is I come up with an idea of a song, a couple bars in my head of how I want it to go, so just so I know where I want to go with the song, and then I just go in the studio and do it because it always come out better that way. Yeah, I can imagine, (laughs) yeah. Yeah.
0: You listening to anybody in particular right now for just influence or just shit that's sparking anything in you or you just...
1: I've been all over the damn place lately. I've been like really, 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 really into Tupac lately. I don't know why. Uh, Well, Anything
0: in particular, like a certain spot or just Tupac across the board?
1: Tupac across the board, but it's like certain songs with a certain energy. What
0: energy are we talking? Are we talking thoughtful Pac or are we first off, fuck you, bitch?
1: First off, fuck you, bitch. (laughs) I've been on a fuck fuck the world a lot lately and okay. that song fuck all y'all that is uh, troublesome
0: like I gotta fucking I'll throw your pack track real quick here
1: yeah definitely like I've been definitely vibing out with that shit lately and I don't know why I don't know. actually I do know why <laughs> I know why but yeah that's been my vibe lately uh listening to a lot of like a lot a lot of li- little peep lately okay. Just because I was just going through some shit, you know? Yeah, I can already
0: see you're bouncing around the board a little bit right there. Yeah. Two very different sounds.
1: They're way everywhere. Like, all over the goddamn place. Like, what the hell? <laughs> it's probably uh,
0: better for you long term. You know what I mean? It's good yeah. to let a lot of shit in so you don't just get caught in the sound.
1: Been listening to a lot of MO3 lately, too. Okay. Just everywhere. I'm really. not as familiar with that. mo 3 he's a underground artist, more so. Dope as fuck. Okay. Dope as fuck. Uh, and anybody that I would like say kinda close to sound like like a, almost like a Derez Deshaun.
0: Okay, I'm not familiar with him either.
1: Uh the dude that made heart Away.
0: Possibly. Okay. Possibly. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I'll, I'll look into everybody that you're naming right now though. But I yeah, M O
1: three is you. he yeah, I've been listening to him a lot lately. Like this he's pretty much like a soul. Like just soul trap pretty much.
0: I love soul music. Yeah. And I like trap music. So yeah.
1: see he's dope as hell. You should definitely look him up. Absolutely. <laughs> it's uh one song I would refer to you is uh what the fuck is the name of it i think it's called long time coming
0: long time coming yeah i can put that shit in here right now i love music i'm never ever gonna turn down an opportunity to get into something new i you know sometimes you get caught in that youtube rabbit hole where you just go down and down yeah. I do that with music so much. Yeah. Where somebody'll give me an artist that's like a little out there from something I've never heard in my life and then I'll just keep digging into that shit as deep as I can go to find it cuz I love this shit so much.
1: I started like uh So like I sent this track out to somebody one the other day and they was telling me, "Oh man, that's dope as hell that you got into that new that new genre of music." And I'm like, "What the fuck you talking about?" Like I'm literally just I was just writing it, you know, like cuz that's really how I was I was feeling, I guess, you know. And uh, apparently it's like a new genre of music that's called uh, hyper pop.
0: Hyper pop. That's interesting. I know a lot of other pops. I don't know if I know hyper pop. I've
1: never heard of hyper pop before. I
0: know bedroom pop.
1: Bedroom pop?
0: Yeah, it's like home produced bubblegum pop kind of. There's an artist named Gus Dapperton. They consider him bedroom pop.
1: I'm going to listen to it for sure. Yeah,
0: it's, it's an interesting sound. He's got some dope shit.
1: Yeah, they told me that, Uh, they, yeah, somebody told me that like, I sent them this track, and they was like, oh, that's dope as fuck that you like getting into that new genre of music. Hyper-pop. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Do you know
0: anybody who falls into the genre of hyperpop?
1: Uh, they sent me, huh, I can find it. He sent me some young artists. I don't really know too much of them, because I, like I said, I didn't even know what the hell that was. <laughs> His name is, hold on one second.
0: Oh, shit. These guys got some crazy ass names.
1: Yeah. That's what I was just about to say. (laughs) This motherfucking name right here, I don't even know how to...
0: Is it with letters and shit in there? Or numbers and shit in there? I got Numlock. Numlock. Parker. (laughs)
1: This dude, I guess his name is Quinn.
0: Quinn? How do they spell it? Just With like a seven?
1: (laughs) No, it's just Q-U-I-N-N, but I couldn't find it because like it's so much other shit right here. Like, (laughs) the fuck?
0: Yeah, I got Rico Nasty.
1: Rico Nasty. Eric
0: Doa. Alice Long Yu Gao.
1: But apparently, it's like a genre of music that, like, the the younger, like, 2000, 2003, them, them type of.
0: Oh, what are they called? Gen Z? I don't know what the, the fuck. The people they underneath call. us, yeah. Them things. The, uh, the Zoomers. <laughs> the them motherfuckers, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Them. The one below us, which is weird that there's a thing below me now. I'm yeah. used to being the newest thing. I know. Which is I weird. know. Them, them it's just
1: weird. The motherfuckers is something else, too. But, <laughs> yeah, it's like. I guess it's like a, gen- a genre that they're like really into. And apparently I fall into that genre. <laughs> hey, that's what's up. When you
0: accidentally <laughs> connect with the youth.
1: I know. I was like, that is crazy. He was like, yeah, this is called hyperpop. pop. It's, it's really fucking dope, dude. You should try it out. And I'm like, okay, like that's I'm gonna slide up. down that lane. I I accidentally guess.
0: put your foot in that door.
1: I didn't even know. You know, somebody else compared me to this. This shit was wild to me. I've never heard anything like this. Somebody compared me to Billie Eilish the other day.
0: Oh, shit. And I'm like. What (laughs) I I should take that as a compliment I take it as a compliment she's dope as fuck but it's like what the hell we
1: like so different (laughs) in my eyes I think we different you know but like apparently no
0: I think people fuck with uh, vibes more than they do the actual sound because a lot of times yeah. I'll hear people suggest me something uh, like, oh, this is sonically similar to this. And it's not at all sonically similar because I look at the structure of the song.
1: Yeah, that's that's
0: how I am. Not the vibe of the song. But then you go, okay, it's the energy. They're saying like, this is a sad yeah. song. Like, this is a sad song. And you experiment a lot like she does. That's a huge compliment. I would take that. Oh, take I did. I was bank. like, yeah.
1: fucking thank you. But that's crazy. Like, what the hell? That's <laughs> like, awesome. I didn't feel like there was no connection there.
0: Hell yeah! Sure, you can find it in some crazy places. I remember you telling me a story. Uh, I'll let you tell it if you want. But uh, you got your shit pulled from SoundCloud one time because you uh, you added a verse to. Yes, yes, fucking a pretty uh, big pop song,
1: Taylor Swift. Yep, it was Blank Space. (laughs) Yes, that they took that down like within I think fifteen minutes, or it might have been up there for like I don't know how long it was up there. I just know I get a notification. They like uh. Fuck no, we taking this down right now. (laughs) And I was like, "Damn, she must have heard it." It was it was going up. That's probably why they took it down so quick. Getting a
0: little bit too (laughs) much. Yeah, because it was around
1: when that when that song first came out. You know what I'm saying? I love that song. I fucking love Taylor Swift. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna do a remix to it. Did a remix to it. It was like probably that song had dropped maybe a month before (laughs) that. So it was still like really really big. And around when that song dropped, it was really really fucking big. So I dropped it on SoundCloud, put the little hashtags in there and shit. And, uh, yeah, my shit started going up and they was like, nope, take that shit down.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, yeah, it's crazy when you look at people's like legit musical taste Mm because people get shoehorned into the genre that they perform in very often. You know what I mean? Like I've heard you talk about like Eminem and Hobson and all these other people who inspired you, but you know, damn well, you found inspiration from all over the board musically. I think people, especially with hip hop, I think people are incredibly dismissive of the, uh, like how much music it took to create hip hop. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like I think when people look at it, they just kind of go, "Oh, well, they take other people's beats and shit." Most of the time, you don't even know they took other people's beats because that shit's so fucking smooth and original within its own right. They take like a baby section of a hook somewhere. Yeah, they'll take three words and they'll put that shit on a crazy su- like, especially back in like, uh, I don't know, probably late 80s early 90s like the amount of isley bros samples Mm -hmm. like just one artist the isley bros i don't know how many times they've been sampled but i believe they're at one point the most sampled artist of all time and you can't tell when you listen to their shit unless you catch the little shit
1: Yeah. isley
0: bros aren't hip-hop
1: but what people don't understand is music all music is like that absolutely because all of the musicians literally feed off of each other's energy we all like get inspired by each other so of course there's gonna be things that's like not everything is gonna be completely original there's nothing that's completely original everything was inspired by something you know what i'm saying so it's like the fuck (laughs) what do you mean (laughs) i think hip-hop
0: gets the worst rap out of everybody you know what i mean like i feel like people are a lot more open to um being experimental in other genres Mm -hmm. i think metal hit a same similar note in the early 2000s when like a new metal was starting to pop off. I mean, it was a thing in the 90s, but you kind of had like that like really heavy rap rock mix, like I guess like uh, Linkin Park, System of a Down, uh, what the fuck they called, the joke ones, god damn it, uh, Limp Biscuit. shit like that where they're like rapping over the metal. Metal fans hated that shit, but it blew the fuck up because it, you know, it was the culture at the time, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I think hip hop's hitting a similar spot right now, where they're experimenting and a lot of people are shitting on a lot of these young kids and it's because it's not pure, you know, hip hop -hop the way that they were growing up on it, but they're growing the genre in such a fucking crazy, unique area that it's, it's really, I feel like it limits it. When you got some of the old heads
1: shitting on you, yeah, Yeah,
0: especially because of how influential they are to the shit that they're making, right? You know what I mean? Like that's what they grew up on. Like that hurts getting your your idols taking your shit down like that. Especially because they had to deal with the same shit. That's how they became who they were. Most of the time was fighting against whatever the establishment was, and how much shit did hip hop get when it first came through?
1: Man,
0: you know what I'm saying?
1: (laughs) See, like that's why I never like man. I never really wanted to fucking. I never wanted to call myself, I never called myself a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't want people to just put me in that box like, oh, you're a rapper. So that when I started doing other shit like how I, because I've always been a writer. You know what I'm saying? And I always just, I didn't just write hip hop music. I've always just wrote whatever the fuck, you know, because I'm just free. You know, like I just wanted to write. So I never called myself a rapper because I didn't want motherfuckers to say shit like, Oh, well, you a rapper? Why you doing this? Why you doing it? Because I'm not a fucking rapper. Yeah, and once you a hold musician. yourself to the, I understand. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, I let that. I just leave it up to the people. Whatever the fuck you call me, whatever. You know what I'm yeah. saying. But I never said that I was a rapper.
0: <laughs> you know? Musically, you never want to get caught in a corner. Yeah. That's the the worst thing in the world. It's expression, and you need to be free to express yourself.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, put yourself in a box like that. It's like
0: I agree completely. It's just crazy though, because I don't know, man. The way the world is, I don't know if it's a it's a culture war with the youth and the older people. It is, but you see it everywhere. It is. You see it in all forms of art, and I think music. You get a lot of that, so it's always really cool to me when you get artists like Elton John working with Young Thug. Like, I'm not a huge fan of the result,
1: yeah, but I like but that it's they're working together. The idea of exactly. it, exactly. Like, okay, they were able to come together as musicians. Yeah, yep. see, that's the one thing. It's like, it's 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 almost like the fucking some of the older people and older, they're afraid, like, you know, people don't like change, you know what I'm saying, no, all humans, they just hate change, they're very fucking content with consistency, you know what I'm saying, so, when you come around, you start making changes, especially huge-ass changes, like, what the fuck hip-hop is going through right now, and something that's been around for so long, they're gonna have a problem with it, so it's, it's really fucking hard for the younger artists to really express and do everything that they want to do, because they still have to live up to these standards. You know what I'm saying? They still have to respect certain shit. They still have to do certain shit. And it's like, why can't we just coexist?
0: (laughs) I agree completely. And it makes sense when you think about it too, because, I mean, if you're somebody who's in your 60s, late 50s, even let's go down a little bit. You're in your late 40s, 50s, right? Like you spent your whole life getting your shit set up the way you like it. And then once you hit that point, there's this new group underneath you and they're starting to set shit up for the way that they like it. And naturally, that shit's going to bleed into each other. You know what I mean? Because there's not enough space on this planet for everybody. (laughs) There's not enough radio stations for us to completely, like, you know, segregate the music here and there so that you only get this one thing. Like, when you listen to pop radio, you have artists that are, you know, right now you're talking about kids who are like 16, 17 years old who are fucking charting at the same time that you got people like Drake. At the same time that you got people a little bit older, earlier this year, uh, Tool was the number one album in the country. Mm -hmm. And those guys are in their 50s. Like they all exist in the exact same ecosystem. And you can't change that no matter how hard you try to. Right. So it's just really damaging to music, I feel like, when you don't coexist. Yeah. It's damaging to everything when you don't
1: coexist. Like that's. that's And you
0: see that a lot in the culture right now. You see a lot of discontent with the youth and the older generation.
1: Yeah. Actually, my my stepmom was telling me, she was like, uh, she said something. that I guess that could be the only negative response I got from now. <laughs> <laughs> she said that she liked it better. Like, she liked it better when I just use, like, my regular voice. Like, when I don't, like, when I'm not using auto-tune or if I'm not singing. Like, she liked it better when I straight hip-hop. Yeah, yeah. She's like, because you be, you, shit, you be snapping like that. Like, why you, but it's like. To a listener, or just like to an average person, it's hard to explain to them. Like, you know, I'm creatively growing, so I can't just keep doing the same. Because to me, it's not it's not gonna be the same. You feel me? Like, I can do that shit all day, every day. But as an artist, am I really growing? Am I really helping myself? Like, am I, you know? I like, agree. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and you still got that in your repertoire. So if the yeah. right the right project calls for it, you're gonna pull that shit out regularly. That's that, why I pointed out this year, you got a track called Quarantine. If you want you just spitting, go check out Quarantine. Right, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like you got shit, so I get where they're coming from. You're yeah. you're a dope rapper too. You just talk about it that way. Like that shit's this comes off well. But I love seeing you grow the art. Like I like seeing you expand it into something more. You know, because yeah. I feel like when you get to your magnum opus, you're gonna start to hear the whole journey. You know what I mean? Like when you get that project, because everybody's got that one in their catalog, which it's just it's exactly what they wanted it to be. That's when I think you're gonna hear the full growth. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I think you're gonna find the way to blend it perfectly, and everything's gonna come out the way that that you envision it. it just takes time, and you got to grow in each individual element definitely, of it. You know, it's definitely. like becoming the avatar. Yeah, you gotta got to master all four elements.
1: I got the chance to. Uh, I told you about the shit that, I had, like, in Chicago with the the video shoot.
0: Oh yeah, I was going to ask you about that with uh, Spenzo, right? You got that yeah. track out right now. They mad available on <laughs> they mad. iTunes yeah. and Spotify. Definitely
1: available. Oh, a video coming out too. The only thing I did not like about the video.
0: <laughs> yeah, you text me this. I'm
1: gonna go ahead and put that out there. I don't like the fact that they put an eyeball behind me. Like, why did they do that inside of the triangle? Like, what the fuck? What the f- what the fuck? Yeah. Like. They didn't put that shit behind him. They put that shit behind me. And I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, oh,
0: you feel like it's like a sacrificial thing?
1: I don't know what the fuck it was. That'd I don't... make
0: me uncomfortable too if when you watch the video, you're like, oh, that wasn't going on behind him.
1: Yeah. Like, it's like, okay, why'd you do that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's the only thing I didn't like. But uh, other than that, it was a pretty dope video. It was a pretty dope experience. Everything out there was just dope. The song, dope. I got some really good responses. Yeah, I, I like that track. I just got to ask for a radio version, so I, I'm assuming that they, you know what I'm saying, want to oh, spend in some radios down there.
0: So Hell yeah, that's what's
1: up. Definitely put that out there, but yeah, keep the, keep the goddamn eyeballs and shit off.
0: <laughs> I agree. We'll say some Hail Marys and protect your soul. We'll make sure you're good.
1: <laughs> for real. <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll do it right after we're done recording. We'll throw some holy water on your forehead.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: We'll keep you safe.
1: Bless the video.
0: <laughs> we will bless the video. Bless me, shit. Yeah, bless you. But, uh, I was about to make a sneeze joke and I stopped myself. <laughs> I'm very happy that I stopped myself.
1: You would have been editing that shit yeah, out Yeah, I would have been sure. editing that shit out just <laughs> a pure embarrassment. Like, oh, man, let me take this shit out of yeah. here. Yeah, man, I've been working on a lot of shit, though. Like, uh, Ray and I just got this camera. It's called Black Magic. So we're going to start working on, like, shooting movie-type videos now.
0: All right, you're going to start going a little more cinematic? Yes. That makes yes. me happy to hear, too.
1: Yes, I fucking love that. So, um, yeah, I don't want to do, like, just regular videos, like, where it's just like, oh, somebody rapping in front of the porch or somebody rapping. I want everything to be cinematic from now on. You want on. Thriller? Definitely. Hell yeah. Definitely. So, like, Especially for, like, the album that I'm working on right now. I want everything to, like, go into, like, just... Pretty much, I want to create the image of every. Like, if you missed something that I was saying, I want to put it there in your face so you'd be able to see it. Yeah, you want it to be
0: multi dimensional. Yeah, you picked
1: up everything else from listening. You're like, okay, I didn't get that part. Oh, I see right here. And and it all makes sense. Like, that's how I want it. I want everything to just be one big old project, pretty much.
0: I agree. As an artist, that's ideal. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. you want people to feel, and you feel through music, through visuals, through, I mean, with music, you got the vibrations, and I can't wait till you can get back to performing in front of some big ass audiences oh, again. Man,
1: I can't wait either. That shit makes me want to cry. Like, I can imagine
0: because oh, I've never like- the high that I get in the audience. I can't imagine the high you get being the supplier up there. Man, i but fucking ugh. when you can start mixing them all up, like I'm excited to see where you grow within that. Because yeah. I mean, you need help with anything, you know where it's at. Definitely. I'm putting definitely, this shit out here definitely. publicly so everybody <laughs> hears. Yeah. On my end. And on your end, so we fucking hold ourselves to that kind of shit. But yeah. nah, man, I'm proud of you. Keep doing that shit. Shit makes me happy as hell to hear.
1: Thanks, man. I man.
0: was going to hit you with some quick fire shit here at the end. Go ahead. All right. Easy shit. This is some basic questionnaire shit. This is the uh, this is the, the clip you use for advertising purposes. Watch me draw a blank on all You're gonna five. You're going to draw a blank on all five. I don't <laughs> even have five questions. I don't even know what the questions are yet. But rapid fire. You got an all-time favorite album?
1: Mm, I do not.
0: Fair enough. You got an all-time favorite song?
1: Troublesome by Tupac.
0: Okay, dopest pure MC in the history of hip hop. Eminem. Okay, there we go. I'm not arguing with that answer. You've been independent from the jump.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Like that's how I started off. You know, like I started off just recording in my in my bedroom, and I always wanted to just be independent. You know, like I came along with my team, and that was that was cool. You know, but it's not like I always desired that. It ain't like I wanted to be around. I wasn't against it, but it wasn't like something that I wanted because I knew, you know what I'm saying? I always knew like it's better to be by yourself. It's better to better to do everything on your own because like you said, like you start fucking getting tied in with other people and shit and yeah, that's when all they bullshit come along in, with yeah. your shit.
0: Yeah. Accountability is a big one for me too. Yeah. You hold one person accountable as opposed to, you know, that sometimes teams of 150, whole 200. Down, you know, fucking and record like, companies and shit you're dealing with. And CEOs to- and shit getting mad at you because your shit's not ready in time. And then you got to deal with the fact that his wife's yelling at him because she's going to go fuck somebody else because he hasn't been bringing home the paychecks he was two years ago when the other artist was hot. And now Now they're trying now to get you lagging. on your shit and he's lagging. <laughs> so now your artistic process has to be rushed by his bullshit because he ain't getting the pee-pee touches that he was getting two years ago when he was pushing that other guy. You know what I mean? Like, fuck that noise. That's, yeah. that's some bullshit.
1: Definitely some bullshit. Like, that's why it's like, no matter what, like, even when fucking everybody thought that, like, Team Money Hungry, oh, no, y'all not working. Like, y'all, I haven't seen nothing from y'all in a while as a unit. You're right. But I've never, my, my 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 uh momentum, my fucking work ethic, all that shit, it never stopped even while I was with them on my end. Like, yeah. I did things as a whole with them, but I also kept making sure that I came and worked on myself because... Team Money
0: Hungry, for anybody who doesn't know, is the group you came up with.
1: Yeah. But it's like... Uh,
0: Dope, check them out.
1: It's just you still got to contribute to yourself. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, you really only got yourself.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. You know
1: what I'm saying? So it's like you have to contribute to that person because the fuck. So it's better just for me to just be independent. I'm not...
0: No, I agree completely. big
1: deal, none of that stuff. I'm good.
0: That's the way to go about it with all art today. I think with the internet and with the resources people have, you don't even really need to rely on it anymore. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, I understand, you know, 30 years ago, like, okay, the only way you can really make money is you're either a touring artist. So you either play your instrument or sing or whatever you do on a touring basis or you're a recording artist and the recording artists usually get paid more when their shit's on the radio and they have more exposure and so on and so forth. And obviously you got to worry about a record deal because that's the only way you're going to get on the radio and get your shit pushed. Well, now you can make a six second video with one little catchy part of your song and, and then your shit shoots to number one. Exactly. <laughs> like there's no, there's no blueprint. Everybody just want to hear that, yeah. Exactly. exactly.
1: It's like, it's because really like we we've evolved so much. People found different ways to... Uh, get themselves to where they need to be without using other people, pretty much. Yeah, absolutely. You know Social saying? media helped a lot, too, because it got yeah. you
0: directly in touch with your audience as opposed to hoping that they catch you on, like, David Letterman or something one night performing a song. Yeah. You know what I mean? That shit's crazy how it's evolved. And I think that uh, you're in a position right now where you've taken advantage of that because you've taken advantage of that with the artistic process as well. Mm. You know what I mean? Like You work with people who produce your shit yeah. from ground up. Yeah. A lot of them aren't working in these big <laughs> expensive studios. Beats. What was the name? <laughs> Ray Beats. Hell yeah, man! He's got some dope shit. Yeah, yeah but Ray he's making his shit on a laptop, right?
1: Uh, he actually we got a desktop. It's a
0: oh shit a Mac. <laughs> That's what's up.
1: We got uh the whole board and everything. Actually, remember I was telling you like the board oh you did in? tell me about yeah, that so, yeah like, I put it inside of there, and uh yeah Ray is actually one of the most talented motherfuckers I've ever worked with. He is. Straight up musical genius bro Like he pushed me to do the things That I'm doing yeah. now too You know what I'm saying He was definitely a big influence on everything That I'm doing right now too Because he was always like Yeah we know you can rap You dope as hell He always Ray always tell me like You the dopest pushing that come." You know what I'm saying You dope But we know you can rap What else Like just to piss me off And I'm like what the fuck you mean You know what Push what I'm you saying? get
0: you out of your comfort like, zone Like yeah. pushing
1: me out of my comfort zone He like yeah you can rap But what else can you do So I'm like, okay, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like he started challenging me. I started challenging him. And like we helped each other, like grow off of each other's creativity and shit. Like he pushed me into certain durations that I never would have seen myself going to. You know what what I'm saying? I agree.
0: I think that's also one of the benefits to being independent is your circles become more honest circles. Mm -hmm. You naturally are surrounded by other people's people. Because you're, working you're not with other working people. with people because you exactly. have to.
1: You're working yep. with these people because you, you know, chose to. You and chose that, to. that
0: makes a big difference as well, that that liberation, that freedom, and that mm-hmm. position to to surround yourself with the people who bring you positivity mm-hmm. as opposed to the people who just bring you a profit.
1: Exactly. Because a lot of these motherfuckers, they take your money and ain't really for you at all. You know oh, what absolutely. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so it's better to just be able to create your own circle.
0: Nothing worse than paying somebody or feeding somebody who don't even like you.
1: Oh, my God. I've been in that position so many times.
0: (laughs) Well, fuck that shit no more. Definitely not. Fuck Chance the Rapper. (laughs) Cut that part.
1: I swear I'm going to start a hashtag. I've been trying not to, but, like, everybody keeps saying that shit. Like, my brother say that shit all the time. I'm going to beat his ass. I'm like, oh, man.
0: Yeah, don't do that. He'll sue the shit out of you.
1: Hell, yeah, he will. Or he gonna or he gonna contact somebody and tell him he's not performing on the same stage as me. Yeah, that's I what he'll sorry. do. Yeah,
0: like oh, I'm not gonna perform in the Metro Detroit area unless, unless he apologizes. Unless Toy Soldier says yeah. sorry,
1: <laughs> he can't come here anyway. Bitch, no fly zone. <laughs> that
0: shit's crazy. Yeah,
1: I, I I don't think he would. This this probably wouldn't even be a place that he would even consider coming to. Like, have he ever like?
0: I'm sure he's probably done like. Gigs periodically, but I don't know if it's like a hot spot for him or anything like that. Yeah. I would assume because Kanye pretty big over here. But like Kanye- He pulls a pretty big crowd in Detroit. So I don't know if it's just like that Midwest loyalty. Uh, certain areas you can't go to and catch that same loyalty.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know. But when you're they performing at,
0: like, uh, fucking the Palace of Auburn Hills, you're performing in Auburn Hills. You ain't performing in Detroit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, true. And I feel like that's probably true. where people like Chance probably pull a lot bigger crowds. Of
1: course, because he can't come here. He definitely can't. No, he's, he can't come here. <laughs> Hell no. Nah, They're going to beat his ass as soon as he stepped foot off the plane. Like, who the fuck? But, uh... No, people like uh, Jeezy and Jeezy and T.I. and stuff like that, they can come, like, and really, like, Jeezy can come here, like, this is his own city. Oh, yeah, you know my boy saying? just like,
0: went and saw him. I just went and saw him. He went and saw him when he was still young, Jeezy. He went and saw him back in high school, <laughs> but he said the crowd was fucking crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, because people here fuck with Jeezy because Jeezy, he actually fucks with, like, our local artists and shit like that. You know, he's put a couple of our artists on. He's come back and gave back to our community and stuff like that, And like, as if it's his hometown, so we yeah, Jeezy.
0: That's something that uh I've always loved in music. You can go back and I mean with any genre, you can track it back to a location and a yeah. culture. And I think that that culture is so important. So when somebody comes and like you said pays respects to the city and the culture.
1: What you like, uh think about uh <laughs> What you think about the Jeezy and the TI like the verses?
0: I, did they do one against each other? They,
1: they're about to, I guess. Oh, boy.
0: I don't know. That's tough.
1: <laughs> that is tough. It's tough for me, too.
0: I feel like I'm not educated on enough of their discography to have, like, a super deep cut of an opinion, but I probably like Jeezy a lot more. Me, too. I feel like I fuck with more of Jeezy's shit, and I feel like once T.I. hit, like, a certain year, it got a little poppy for me. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But... Well, oh,
1: see... T.I. was like one of my inspirations as far okay. as his his uh, lyricism and his uh like I love the span of his vocabulary. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love the like, way he
0: pronounces words. Yes,
1: yeah. I fucking love that. Shit. The enunciation. Like, so, yes, I fucking love this. So I used to uh like I would listen to him and shit and like that. That's kind of what got me into like okay, I like to. I'll try to play around with my vocabulary a little more. You know what I'm saying? Cause I fucked with it like heavy.
0: Start reading in the jumping. dictionary, but also find some synonyms.
1: Jeezy, that that recession album, I can literally listen to it, like I can listen to it from from beginning to end, like without skipping. So I love every single song on there. That one thug motivation. It's so many of them. You know what I'm saying? That I can listen to from him. Like so, I I think I'm gonna have to go with Jeezy too. You know what I'm saying? Like Jeezy man he had me in in the fifth grade standing on the table like (laughs) so yeah definitely a Jeezy for me
0: yeah I think that's a tough one because I saw a lot of white kids rapping Jeezy too Mm -hmm. so there's always that part of it for me that's like if he's speaking to these kids he
1: must be that guy (laughs) you know what I mean like they know he's the one T.I. is the one,
0: one. too. There ain't nothing he against T.I. There's zero like, disrespect.
1: I don't know, man. That's what sucks He's, about
0: the concept of the verses is it automatically feels like you're putting the other one down. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. That always makes me feel a little bit bad. I've seen some funny-ass people go on that shit, though.
1: What? um Who the fuck was it? It was... I can't remember. Did, was it Boosie? Did he go, like, he went against... Uh,
0: <laughs> no, I didn't see that.
1: <laughs> no, it wasn't Boosie. It was something crazy that somebody has, I don't think that they actually did it, but I think it was somebody was saying, like, because you remember when Webby first came out?
0: Oh, fucking I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T.
1: <laughs> somebody made a comment, like, basically saying, like, it'd be funny to, to make them two go against each other because everybody used to get them confused because of the way that they sounded. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I was like, hell no. Boosie gonna snap. Like he gonna yeah, be mad in the be motherfucker because Boosie is blowing him out of the water, obviously. Like
0: that's the only song I know by that guy.
1: Who did they try to put TI up against where he was like, That's not even fair or some shit like that? He was Aww. like, That would be like putting me up against it was like one of the younger artists. I, I think it was shit. uh
0: I think Was it somebody from Atlanta? Were they trying to go like local like that? Or were they going <laughs> with somebody like yeah. sonically similar?
1: It was like yeah, it was I think it was like one of the younger artists that was from Atlanta. And it was so funny because he was just so dismissive of it. He didn't even spend like two seconds on talking about it. He was just like, Yeah, that's not even fair. That's like, man, that's like put me up against whatever. But anyways, like, damn.
0: Oh shit, I actually I went to Verizon.com searching this.
1: <laughs> but yeah, they um uh, I like that they like do the the verses and shit like that because it actually it brings back like some of the like the hits and shit that you forgot about. You know what I'm saying? Like you start. It's a going dope back way to, to utilize
0: hits. quarantine right now, too. It's really simple. Yeah, everybody yeah. can commit to it because you're not in a situation where you have to sign up and get to the same location. You can just stream that shit from your crib. It's all good. Yeah.
1: I think they should probably do that shit like with some of the local artists. That'd be like a fun.
0: Oh yeah, do some local shit like that. That'd be cool.
1: That'd be fun as hell. You
0: guys get on that shit.
1: Some of the underground artists. Do you
0: feel like the. Uh, Cause I don't know enough to say, but do you feel like the Detroit hip hop community is a good community to to rise out of?
1: Yes, especially right now. Like Detroit, right now is like on fire. It's on fire right now. It's cra- Like everybody, if you notice, know it's, it's people that's in the industry, all that shit. Like they are definitely they jocking our style right now. Okay, everybody want to be Detroit right now. Underground music scene, like we're killing shit. You see, Sada Baby just did a fucking uh feature with Nicki Minaj. Who the fuck would have thought that would happen? You know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah, shout out to him, you know what I'm saying? Like, congratulations on that. Yeah, like, I like Sada. the
0: supportiveness. I like when somebody goes up, everybody goes up with them exactly, as opposed to dragging you know, like, that motherfucker back down to where everybody else is at.
1: Like T Grizzly just came up out of here, you know what I'm saying? Like all these people, like 42 Doug, you know what I'm saying? Like it's so many of us, like that's like really just popping the fuck off right now. So it's everybody is looking over. It's all eyes on Detroit right now for sure. <laughs> like as for White
0: sure, toy has got to bring them out.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Might yeah, take them to him the next, something.
0: the next stratosphere. Let's get it. Having just heard the shit that you showed me, I am excited as fuck for people to hear what you got coming next.
1: Yeah, me too, man. Me too. It's been a long time to where I felt completely focused on music. And I said to myself, like, the other day I listened to that song in the car. Because, like, obviously I'm still working on it and shit. And I said to myself, like, oh, yeah, the real Toy soldier is back. <laughs> you know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you back. You know, like, because I'm finally 100% focused on just music. And I'm free and independent and ready to go. Yep. Nothing else to focus on right no now. No bullshit. Back on
0: your shit. That makes me happy as hell to hear. Yeah. To that point, as the uh, quarantine process been artistically liberating or has it been a frustrating process for you because you've gotten a lot of good shit out since quarantine's hit were you producing the project that you dropped before quarantine
1: no i actually dropped that in the middle of quarantine. so
0: you recorded all that shit during quarantine through march on congratulations to you
1: i like the fucking quarantine (laughs) because i don't like people like that anyway you know what i'm saying i don't really want to be out in public and shit i mean i do i can't wait to get back to performing and shit like that but it's like uh it just, it gave me more time to just focus on me, you know, and I needed it. I definitely needed it. I needed it more than I thought I needed it. Oh, yeah. So, like, once I was able to, like, sit down. At, I ain't gonna lie. When it first happened, I was pissed. I was pissed. I was Oh, you got there, that
0: live shows that you oh didn't my get to God, do no I more. had a
1: show on my birthday with Sada Baby. Like, I was hurt. I That's was rough. so hurt. I wanted to cry. That's when it first happened. So, like, when it first, I was really, really upset. And then... I was like, "Fuck it, let me find something creative to do." You know, <laughs> like it wasn't even like a thought. It just really just started happening naturally because obviously I'm stuck in the house. What then the you fuck ended else pushing yourself do... in
0: a completely new lane and opening up a new. Yeah, I started fucking. Element. I started yeah. doing
1: TikToks and shit. I was I was so mad, like God damn it! I told myself oh, I'd never do this shit. I'm gonna fucking do TikToks and shit now. I'm always doing plugging the TikTok. <laughs> yeah. What you a, got? My my TikTok name is uh, official toy.
0: Official toy at TikTok.
1: Yeah, I'm fucking always doing them damn things now, and I never would have thought, never, never, not once what I would have thought I was. You at least having myself. fun doing them, or do they feel oh, like yeah, a business they obligation? they funny as hell. They you having a good time. <laughs> they funny, they funny. It's one. Was, I put a, a couple of them on my Instagram. It's one where I, I ain't gonna give it away, but it's funny as hell. Just, just go check it out. <laughs> go check it out. It's like me and my grandma.
0: Also check her out on Instagram at officialtoy.
1: Yep, everything is officialtoy. Official underscore underscore toy.
0: Yeah, don't forget them two underscores. You just do one, you're gonna stumble into the unofficial toy.
1: Exactly.
0: You don't want that shit.
1: <laughs> you want the authentic toy. Yeah, you want the, the authentic not shit. Not the unoriginal. But uh.
0: That's the off-brand shit.
1: That's that. That's the the uh, raisin brand. Not the raisin brand. What the fuck do they call it? Fucking the raisin tile or some yeah, shit. Yeah, they
0: got the crazy <laughs> ass names. The Fruity-Os.
1: Fruityos. Not Cheerios, but we got we got some Theoryos over Cheerious.
0: here. Cheerios, <laughs> oh, I got another bad joke I just threw out.
1: <laughs> so look, yeah, like I, it, I definitely pushed me more to be like the quarantine pushed me to be more creative for sure yeah this
0: got me with the part sure. the podcast i started up throughout this whole process yeah, i feel like being stuck like, at home you got nothing else to do what, but to figure some shit fuck out
1: you got to lose you know like, yeah fuck it, i can't go outside you might as well self-entertain so. the beauty
0: of the modern <laughs> yeah. world is you got all the resources here at your disposal so you can record mm-hmm. yourself no problem you got the equipment to get yourself a beat in 10 seconds if you wanted to just keep yourself busy
1: i'm actually uh also Fucking starring in a local movie that's coming out.
0: Oh, shit. We got the acting bug? <laughs>
1: we got the acting that's bug. That's what's up. What's the gig? <laughs> it's, uh, the movie is called On My Block. And uh, it's going to have a lot of fucking... It's, actually, it's quite a few stars in there. Like We have DMX, Coco Brown, uh, the dude... What is it? Jamal Willard. The dude that played his uh, Biggie. And I can't remember what movie oh, it was. Oh, Notorious?
0: Or was it the... They play him in uh, All Eyes on Me.
1: I think he played it in All Eyes on Me. Okay, it's a bunch of them. I can't even like. I can't even go through the list. It's like Toy it's Soldier. Yeah, obviously, me Toy Soldier. <laughs> but yeah, so the the movie should be coming out sometime next.
0: Do you get to shoot year. with Dmx? No, nah, I didn't get to shoot. He with DMX. his on scenes. I, if Damn. I do,
1: I'ma fuck with him so bad.
0: <laughs> you start barking at <laughs> like, him. Yep, like. <laughs>
1: I'm going to ask him about that uh that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer remake. I'm going to definitely <laughs> ask him about that shit. I'm be like, what what like, what was up yep, with that? Yep, got him
0: right here. Uh, Jamal Woolard was in uh, All Eyes on Me. Yeah. Yep. And Notorious. He is one of the he played biggest. him in Notorious as well. Oh, he did? Yep. Didn't know that. <laughs> he did a good job in that movie.
1: He's a uh, one of the biggest stars in that movie. That movie that we're shooting right now.
0: I was going to say he was a good lead, notorious.
1: Yeah. I definitely like I got a couple scenes in there. I'm actually going to be featured on the soundtrack as well.
0: Oh shit, there you go. Yeah. Expanding your so, game across the board. We're getting it's multimedia. Be a big movie
1: coming out of Detroit. Like especially like like locally, like it's going to be a big one coming out.
0: Hell, of yeah. I, that would I hope to God crowds are back by the time that comes back. Man. So you uh, guys get a chance to get the theater going experience with something like that cuz nothing me, tops dude. it. Me too That shit will be trash If you guys just gotta watch it On DVD at home
1: I can't wait to get back To performing man <laughs> I just I be having like this This energy Cause
0: So that Sada Baby show <laughs> Said for your birthday Yeah Where'd you guys get that set up at
1: I actually wasn't even, I didn't even, I didn't set it up. Somebody hit me up and was like, yo, birthday on the 29th? And I was like, yeah, bro. He was like, I got a show that day. It was a promoter. And he's like, I got a show that day. And uh, Sada coming through and this shit. It's since it's your birthday, you want to perform? I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> but then it never happened because Corona hit like a motherfucker. <laughs> corona came and shut shit down. Like,
0: yeah, they were- <laughs>
1: That shit was all fucked up. The fucking coronavirus came around and also the
0: venue that I was supposed to perform at burned down. Oh, yeah, you were never playing that gig. Yeah. That shit just wasn't meant to happen. Yeah, I guess
1: not. Like, I was like, maybe that motherfucker was going to get shot up or something because that shit was fucked up. It was all bad. Damn, it got burned down? To the ground. Like, it doesn't even exist no more. (laughs) Like, I was like, shit.
0: Like, I'm not laughing at them getting burned down. I'm laughing at the, the you fucking, never having gotten a chance the iron, to play like yeah. the
1: whole yeah, that shit was crazy as hell. Like first corona and then this shit catch on fire. I was like yeah, breasts. So this you really this, this shit, shit just wasn't meant to happen, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's a fuck you know damn well that gig was never happening.
1: I was hurt because like it was so many people like I had so many, so many inquiries on it, so many people was like, Oh man, I can't wait to come. I can't wait to come.
0: Well, we'll get that shit rescheduled. I say we'll get it rescheduled, like I have the power to make that happen when it gets done. <laughs>
1: hopefully we can get that shit we will
0: get that shit rescheduled i'll I'll get the mine. we'll get it taken care of i'll promote it myself it'll be in a backyard somewhere and it'll seat like eight people and i can't promise soda baby
1: (laughs) we could try to get but i can
0: promise a soda baby
1: a soda yeah (laughs) not (laughs) Not quite soda baby. no 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 a soda soda baby soda yep
0: a soda baby a s-o-d-a <laughs> baby. They're
1: gonna be like, motherfucker, we thought this said soda. No, yeah, we're it's like soda, people, baby. We have a bunch of people mad at us and shit. They're gonna be ready to fight. Yeah, I had a <laughs> fucking opened up for T Grizzly at St Andrews one time.
0: Dope ass show. I loved it. It was St like, Andrews a good venue.
1: Huge. It was so many people there. Everything was on time because normally shows they be on some bullshit and everything. Yeah,
0: Saint Andrew's a good venue for that kind of shit. They're professional. Everything
1: was on time. It was perfect. Perfect show.
0: Is that your live highlight? Like in your career? Is that the one that you point at?
1: Uh, one of them.
0: Okay, yeah. that's good. That always makes me happy.
1: <laughs> it's a couple. It's of a them
0: collective right? of stories. That's yeah. a good career. But
1: that's one of them for sure because like everybody, I had different clips. Of different people in different spots like sending to me that they was recording. Oh, that's so awesome. like, it was dope. You know what I'm saying? Like my whole team was there. It was a lot of people. It was dope. I never got to see T Grizzly perform. I was upset because of course you somebody, get booted
0: from the venue. Now somebody oh.
1: somebody started shooting. Yeah. <laughs> I was mad in the motherfucker, like, bruh, come on. Like why? Why we gotta do this shit? I really wanted to see him. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's like some bullshit. I'm a fan. Like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> Were you the closing act by default?
1: No, thank God. I was like I think we were we were fourth or third around okay. that time. So like we was right at where all of the people was there and it wasn't too dead, it wasn't they wasn't, like, already over it because they didn't yeah. already seen the opening act. You know what I'm saying? We was It was perfect. That's why I was so hurt. I was like, I can't believe y'all fucked this showcase up like this. Come on, Detroit. <laughs> like <laughs>
0: Yeah, get on your shit. No more shootings at St. Andrews. Please
1: don't do that shit. Like, Save I, that shit
0: for other venues. And
1: don't no, don't do it do at that, all. Yeah, I agree. Don't, don't, don't do, do it do at all. Shit. Don't do it at all. Fuck, like, can we get a chance to just coexist and be artists? Like, why we got to do agree. this shit? I don't and it sucks know too because you
0: got people in the crowd who probably ain't coming back to a gig ever. That's
1: what I'm saying. Like, goddamn, you didn't ran your fans off. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> was it a plus eighteen crowd? Yep. Okay, so luckily, no, you're talking no, about no. It was the it family was, crowd. Yeah, man, that's some bullshit. It was children yeah, in the fucking then. in the front row. That's yeah. what made
1: me so mad about it because it's like, yo, like, come on, man, like these kids, they were fucking children. It was kids in the front. It they was, and it was a bus full of like these. You can tell it was probably like high school students, mm. they all came together, but they like came together like on a bus or something like that and they all came out and obviously they wasn't from the neighborhood. Yeah, they weren't. <laughs> it was definitely not from the neighborhood. They were like, oh, jeepers. Yeah, exactly. They hopped off the bus like, oh my God, what the f- what the fuck
0: is that? <laughs> like, I tell you what, I like that music. I just don't know if I like that atmosphere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they probably ain't coming back yeah, after they that shit. ain't coming shit. back to that shit. Yeah, it was like, uh, I remember we had my my manager, she had her nephew with us, and he was down because I was up on the balcony. You know what I'm saying? After we got done performing, I went up to the bar and was walking around and stuff. So, like, I was up at the top, and when the fight broke out, it was down, like, right by in front of the stage, and it was children all in front of the stage because they were kids, you know what I'm saying? So, they were standing in the front, and uh, we had to find my manager. We had to find her nephew because he was down there. He was, like, 15, I think, at the time.
0: Mm. So yeah, it yeah. Was you gotta like be a, careful with that kind of shit. Yeah, it was. And crazy. when there's kids around in gunfire, obviously, if you're gonna pick somebody up as a human shield, you're gonna use the kids first because they're the lightest. Yeah. So you're just inviting way too many issues into yeah, that scenario. That
1: shit was wild. It was it was crazy. But I'm glad I got a chance to perform on that stage. I've actually performed on that stage a couple times. Hell
0: yeah, that's a good but, venue. I like that. I've been to a few concerts at St. Andrews. And yeah. Every time I've gone, I've had a good experience not me <laughs> well yeah you're up there performing is a little bit different yeah you, you heckled up there
1: uh no it was like well i did a show with a uh, coast to coast one time and uh i'ma just go ahead and say fuck coast to coast you know i wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> i wasn't gonna
0: say it. i guess i'll look up coast to coast find out fuck who coast we're saying go fuck
1: they pretty True. much is like it's like this thing that they got where they take a bunch of artists and you pay a certain amount of money to get Oh,
0: them. it's a perform. Okay, I thought you were calling out a person. Oh, no. So I'm looking up coast to coast. <laughs> who we about to start <laughs> shitting on now? Oh, no, My no, apologies. No, no, I misinterpreted. No
1: no. no, no, no. It's a, uh, they're, I don't even know what to call them. Like, they're, it's it's a promoter. It's like a promotion group, basically. Yeah, pretty okay. much. So what they do yeah, is. Yeah, I have no
0: problem saying fuck any promotion group. Fuck coast to coast. Fuck coast to coast.
1: If you're a local artist, don't fucking do it. That shit is a scam, scam, scam. Rip off, rip off, rip off. They are not. That shit, don't do it. Unless you just want to fucking feel like a star for like five minutes or some shit, then yeah, go ahead you and You pay do money
0: that. and they put you on a poster?
1: So they you pay like, I think it's what, $300 to perform, right? First, what they do is they make you feel special. They uh tell you to submit your music and we'll see, we'll hit you back if
0: they pick everybody.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Then they let you know, like, "Oh my god, congratulations! You got selected." So what I what I do now is I submit music and never hit them back. Like I just want them to hear it. Like, <laughs> to promote
0: that shit. I just I though. just send
1: it to them every time, and they're like, "You got selected! You got selected!" Like, hey, congratulations! I, so many times they like calling me, like, "Are you got Are you gonna come and get your slot?" Like, nah, dude, I just wanted you to hear my song. Like, fuck you.
0: Yeah, performing across <laughs> the street that night, actually, <laughs>
1: bitch. But uh, you. Give them three hundred dollars to perform. They get all these artists, and it's well over thirty. So all already like that show is gonna be long. Yeah, and drawn that's already a rough out. night. It's gonna be how rough. much
0: time does each person get?
1: I think you get like one or two songs, three but, to five so minutes. So it's like a track. five minutes, yeah, set, five maybe. minutes set,
0: and then thirty people. <laughs> that's yeah, a, that's you know a two what I'm plus saying? hour show. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's like it's rough. already
1: drawn out. Nine times out of ten, they already got the people that they want to win. You have to be there by a certain amount of time because it's oh, only there's a, there. is there a cash prize at the end? Yeah, mm. it's a cash prize at the end, and they also like fly you to like Miami for whatever the fuck. It's so mm. stupid. It's so fucking stupid.
0: It's so definitely not something you want to sign up for right now.
1: You sell tickets and shit to get your money back, right? So it's a pyramid scheme, really. Yeah, you sell the tickets to get your money back and shit, and you bring a, a group of people with you. So I did it one year, and I sold all of my tickets. I think they gave me 30 tickets, some shit like that. I sold every single one of them. Come in with a big-ass group of people. Overall, I felt like I should have at least placed. I didn't feel like I should have won the entire show. I didn't really give a fuck. Could
0: do it based off the sound? Make some know,
1: noise. To be honest with you, I don't know what the fuck they was basing that show off of. Because the motherfuckers that won, I was like, are you fucking serious? The, the crowd didn't even budge. These, these motherfuckers had to have picked these people yeah. before they even came in. You know was, what I'm saying? Like, they game. knew who they
0: wanted. It was a wrestling match.
1: For real? I'm like, what the fuck is this? So my crowd was so fucking mad. Like, she didn't place. Like, it was four places or five did in place and the people that they did place was I was like uh what the fuck
0: in the like, trash Tr- to put no, it politely, I- I'm not even going to say trash they, they were musically um yeah trash, trash good word <laughs> I was trying to find a polite word but <laughs> yeah like they're you know musically challenged like it, was, it was yeah musically, musically challenged. challenged it was slightly.
1: everything challenged p- fucking performance wise everything so you know what I'm saying they're
0: drilling on the mics. it
1: was other artists coming up to me like hey man uh I ain't trying to start no shit, but you won that show for real. I don't know why you didn't place at all. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't either. Like that is fucking weird. You really spaz it? out? I spazz the fuck out. Like the fuck out. Like the fuck out. And it was just it was so weird, bro. Like it was so fucking weird.
0: Yeah, I don't But I just
1: will never do it again because we did actually win one time and it was bullshit.
0: Did you guys get anything?
1: They took us to Miami
0: and that was it. Did you perform in Miami? No. Oh, so you don't get no promo? Yeah, that's bogue. It's, it's just a fucking vacation. Just
1: like one big ass. Yeah. For real. Like, that it was sounds like. It's fucking retarded.
0: See, that kind of shit right there. That sounds like the kind of shit that they get young artists on.
1: That is the type of shit. To
0: because do. then you feel like, okay, I can't get a gig. Yo. But if I pay to get this gig and I bring in a crowd, I might be able to win this contest. And if I win this contest, they might bring me back, knowing goddamn well they're only going to bring you back if you go sell their bullshit again. You got to fill the venue for them. That shit's always bogue too, to me. I hate that concept where you got to fucking, hey, we'll give you a spot, but you got to fill out the spot.
1: I hate those shows because it's like the crowd be biased. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, they're just there
0: to see their friend. You got to bring, yeah.
1: that's why I feel like it's better for me. I love when I walk in a venue and I don't know nobody in that bitch. Because if I get the crowd vibing and rocking with me, I know that that's an honest, you know, it's this yeah. honest feedback because I don't know none of these fucking people in here. That's what I used to do when I used to do like fucking competitions and shit around here. I would go in there with just me pretty much by myself. You know what I'm saying? I would never have, like, more than two people with me. And I wouldn't know nobody in that bitch and walk out with a win because nobody knows me. And I had the crowd rocking with me, opposed to the motherfucker that came here and they always people. come here and they yeah. got 35 fucking people and these 35 people already know you. And nine times out of 10, they didn't heard that song a billion times. They're going to rock with you. Of course, they came here with you. But when you got a motherfucker, you got these motherfuckers, I got your crowd rocking with me and I don't know them, it's a win. I don't give a fuck. Even if the DJ say that or whoever the fuck, if they say you won tonight, I don't give a fuck. In my head, I won because, nigga, I don't know none of (laughs) y'all. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's
0: a good way to look at it. Looking into it like it's an away game in a sporting event or something. Like I'm going to go in there and I know I won because there was no fake-ass influence. I also hear about that shit a lot with, like, upcoming artists where it sounds like they're kind of, like, pimping you guys out to fill their shows because they can't get no artists. Mm -hmm. So they kind of create, like, this bullshit, well, we're promoting you. We're going to get you. Like, you have a crowd because of us. Where, in all honesty, you're giving them their big bar night. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, they ain't giving nothing back to the artists. Nothing. Besides... A five seconds or five minutes segment up there on the stage to go perform their song.
1: I don't perform anymore. Like I won't perform locally anymore unless it's an event where, first of all, I'm not paying to step in your event. I don't give a. Especially
0: if they're gonna put your name on a flyer afterwards and not give you a cut of that. That's just bullshit to me.
1: Fuck who throwing that event. I Mm. am not paying you to come in your event.
0: To pay you pay to put you me to on get your flyer. Drunk, mm-hmm. To
1: pay you to get on your stage and perform my set. I'm not fucking doing that shit no more. I refuse. Whoever the fuck, you can kiss my ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if I come out and you, you ask me to come out, you better be ready to pay me because you asked me to do that. I'm taking time out of my fucking day to do that. You know what it's I'm saying? It's gotta be
0: more mutually beneficial, if anything. Yeah, you gotta like, make a system on, where you're giving them a good cut of something.
1: You want me to fucking pay you at the door, pay to perform, pay to drink, sell tickets, fucking sell tickets to bring people in here. They're gonna drink yeah. at the bar. I'm making you a cabinet. I do the, the photos the myself. I,
0: I send them into you and you do some fucking half-ass copy and paste where they take that shit and, and they put, put it, it on, the on some bum ass yeah. flyer.
1: Like I'm not f fu- I am not I do not perform no more locally because of that shit. And I don't like the way that they like, I don't like the way that they do the artists. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm not going to be that one because I'm, yep. I'm just not going to do it. And that's what <laughs>
0: breaks my heart is a lot of aspiring artists put themselves in that situation because they don't know the way around all that shit.
1: They just want to be seen. Exactly. And, and,
0: and to a degree, I mean, it's an experience that you kind of got to go through every once in a while because sometimes that is your only way to get up on a stage when you're at a very, very low level. But I, I really hope that a lot of young artists don't let that discourage them from moving forward because hey. it feels like it. It's never going to be financially beneficial for you to continue with your artistic career when you're dropping $150, $200, $300 a show and you ain't ever getting nothing back.
1: I, encur- I strongly encourage you guys to fucking, even if you, if you do do that. At least have your BMI set up so that you can fucking collect from those shows, the ones those that, that are paid venues. If you out there and you fucking doing show after show and you paying these people to get inside of these events and you doing it just because strictly off of love or you just want to be seen or heard or anything like that, don't do that shit unless you got your BMI set up. Just don't do it because... That's the only way that you're going to be able to get back from that. You know what I'm saying? Even still with that, you're not getting it back as much as you put in. But at least you'll be getting something back. Don't just do that shit for free because you just fucking yourself.
0: Any recording advice for people who want to own their own music on the, the recording end?
1: Uh, Yeah, make sure you own all of your masters of recording. I say do not even touch a beat until you, until you know that you, fucking, you have su- the rights to that beat. Don't touch it at all. Don't just hop on YouTube, because what if you make a hit? You know what I'm saying? You make a hit, that shit happened to me. Clown Act <laughs> was a motherfucking hit, but I did not get the rights to that beat. And next thing I know, that motherfucker was on 2K. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and, I, and and also...
0: The, I forgot the, what those guys are called right now off the top of my head. I don't head, even know their they name.
1: The fucking song, you know what I'm saying? Chanel,
0: me, Chanel, sh- Chanel.
1: Call me biased, but I feel like my shit went way harder than that shit. Like, that shit was a hit, and I, so before you hop on any beat, make sure you got the rights to that motherfucker, because, ooh, you gonna be hurt if you if you put some shit out here, and it's it's gold, <laughs> and you can't even do nothing with it. Oh, yeah,
0: and you gotta learn that shit the hard way sometimes, so that's why I'm asking you those questions for anybody who's listening and decides, like, I think I wanna get into this, but I don't wanna get fucked over, I don't wanna get uh-huh. jerked around. You're gonna get fucked over and jerked around one way or the other. Thanks. It's just the nature of entertainment game. Like, it, that's life. But with that being said, it's nice to know a few little things starting off so that you're not going in completely blind and mainly so you're not getting robbed with your money because that's yeah. the part that pisses me off is, man, they're taking money out of these kids' pockets. They and they are. don't even know it. They are. And the kids are happy as hell because they got a place to play thinking, See? like, I'm doing something right now. Meanwhile, you got some greasy-ass fucking club promoter pocketing his biggest night of the week, having a good-ass time, telling you, no, come back and I'll manage you and all that fun. up of- Yeah.
1: See and uh fucking, like the 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 whole point of those shows and shit like that is only for you to a certain extent. Like once you once you find out that you okay, I can rock a crowd. I can come in here. I can move a crowd. You know what I'm saying? Once you find out where you're at, it's really just for practice to me. You know what I'm saying? If you want to go out and practice on your playing to go play at the batting cages or something, but. It's really just to see where you're at. Once you figure out, okay, I can move a crowd. I know how to perform. There's really no point in you doing them motherfucking shows no more. What the fuck? And, and the whole, I don't like how they make the local artists con- compete with each other.
0: Because it, to me it's like. It creates a negative atmosphere. It does. Where somebody else is holding you down. I would be getting this $200.
1: It pisses yep. people the fuck off. And it's like, why? That's how we keep segregating each other. And at the end of the day, you can't compete with somebody else because you're you and they're them. Like, what the fuck is the comparison? There there's is no not need to compete. That's it's, not what
0: music is about. Not at all. Unless you're it's playing like, verses.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that's a specific set of circumstances. But that's different. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's a like, game. That's way different. That's a like, game. Exactly. You got these local artists like looking at each other like they hate each other and shit because it's just some shit that you created. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a competition, bro. Just go in there and do you. Like that's 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 it. That's all that matters.
0: Okay. People oh.
1: generally respect that more when you're just doing you. When well, you're the not in artists are unified.
0: Let's be honest. The promoter's got no leverage.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, what are you going to do then? You know what I mean? You're going to tell them they can't perform? Well, all right, fine. Well, we know we're the fucking talent. We're just going to go create our own place to perform.
1: Right. Yeah, this, it sucks because it's like it's a new wave of artists coming in now that that's doing the same shit that I was doing. You know, and it's like I want to tell them, but it's like, how do you? How do you tell somebody that without them feeling like... Breaking oh, their
0: passion, yeah.
1: Yeah, like, you f- they probably look at you like, oh, motherfucker, you hating or like... It's like, no, bro, I've been there. I'm trying to tell you, this ain't, this ain't what you want to do, man. You're going to waste a lot of money, a lot of time. You could be focusing on something way different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, the whole point of it is, like, for you to get seen and heard by people that don't know you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because if you're doing the same shit for the same people who've already seen you a billion times, it's like... What, what kind of impact are you really making? These people have already, they know you.
0: You get caught right? in your own little bubble, yeah. Yeah,
1: you have to go outside of your comfort zone. You have to start going other places and shit like that. The internet is good for that, so that's why oh, it's like... I agree. Yeah.
0: Social media is great for that kind of stuff. Pushing that's, it in different areas. Yep, put you directly in touch with your audience as opposed yeah. to hoping to God somebody will give you the platform to be heard on. It's also really easy and quick and I think that that's the beauty of it too because sometimes, oh, there's a few years ago, Kendrick dropped, uh, it was Black or the Berry. It was a single for uh, uh, To Pimp a Butterfly and he dropped it on the night of the Grammys, right? I don't remember exactly why or something like that, but he like absorbed all of the Grammys headlines just because of dropping it that night. Uh-huh. And the fact that he's able to do that to me is the beauty. You know what I mean? Like now things are hot. Everybody's here. Like everybody's talking about music right now. There's a little bit of a highlight on me because I got some shit coming out soon and they were talking about me at the Grammys a little bit. All right, I'm gonna roll out this uh this here single right now tonight while I'm hot. And I like that artist, it gives you the the leverage. Right. Because a lot of times when you're relying on somebody else to promote your music and somebody else to push your shit then you get caught up in their schedule and when they deem you the most relevant and when our, you know what I mean? And, Mm -hmm. and I like that like artists, like you have access to your data and analytics so you guys can see who is consuming your content, when they are consuming your content, how they are consuming your content so that it gives you guys the leverage to make better decisions for yourselves as, I mean, as products, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it, it gives you guys the, The leverage of knowing all of the information that a lot of companies would keep to themselves. I mean, if you're getting your shit pushed by, and I mean no disrespect to any record company, but you're getting pushed by Interscope, right? Right. They got people who have access to all of that information. Well, when everything's being kept track on paper, they have that access if you have access to those filing cabinets in room B on floor 8 and whatever building they're on, Mm -hmm. right? Now you can look at that shit on your phone you ain't got to worry about it. So that, there's no man. reason in hell you got to go through somebody else to be telling you all this kind of shit. You know what I mean? Like also, I that could,
1: that information ain't as detrimental to them as it is to you. Exactly. You know
0: what I'm saying? So, exactly. Like, yeah. so to me it's it's a beautiful climate for artists. It's a difficult climate to find a lot of financial success because the blueprint has always been in signing a record deal. And that's where you get your money at and touring and all those kind of things. And obviously with the coronavirus right now artists can't go out and tour. You can't go out and sell merch. You can't go out and push your shit that way. So now it's an entirely online-based economy. <laughs> for real, fuck Corona for that element. <laughs> for a, fuck Corona for all the killing people and shit, too. Um, and fuck Corona for having a stupid-ass name.
1: Can't even drink a Corona without For real, man. It tainted
0: <laughs> the fucking the nasty beer. Um, I don't drink, so they're all nasty beer to me. <laughs> but uh, uh, But that's what I mean. It's just like it's a beautiful climate for artists today, but it's also a very difficult climate to navigate. So for that I I respect the hell out of your grind mm-hmm. and I also sympathize with some of the bullshit you got to go through cuz it's just it's a bitch sometimes trying to navigate that minefield.
1: Whew. Yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> Thank you. This shit will test the fuck out your gangster. It's going to test your <laughs> gangster, it's going to test your faith, it's going to test it all like man, when it all boils down to it, so many times if you haven't really came to a point where you was like, you know what, I fucking quit. Is you really even an artist? Because there's been so many times where I was like, I quit. I hate this shit. I'm never doing this shit again. I take a nap and be right back at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah sleep <laughs> like, off that
0: negative energy sometimes.
1: Yeah, but it's like, I don't know. It's like you got to really love the whole process of all of it. You got to fall in love with the process of all of it. You can't just love one side of it. You can't just love performing and making the songs. You got to love all of it because... It's gonna take your. It's gonna need your fucking full and undivided attention, and, and and your full and undivided care and love. You know, like you have to. It's like you can't be focused as an artist. You don't have time to be focused on anything else. You literally have to focus on that a hundred percent all the time. You know what I'm saying? It's like focusing on other things. Is, it the, even the smallest thing can take away from so much from your creativity. You know.
0: I agree absolutely. I was gonna pull up a, a lyric that I think applies to your point very well. I think it's a good lyric in life, generally. I got to go find it right here. Let me see. Beautiful. All right. This is a lyric from Funkadelic. So shouts out to Funkadelic. It's one of the greatest bands of all time. A lot of people don't give them any love. And Eddie Hazel is an elite level guitar player. So I always got to shouts out. But the infinite intelligence within you knows the answers. Its nature is to respond to your thoughts. Be careful of the thought seeds you plant in the garden of your mind, for seeds grow after their kind. Play on, children. Every thought felt as true or allowed to be accepted as true by your conscious mind takes root in your subconscious. Blossoms sooner or later into an act and bears its own fruit. Good thoughts bring forth good fruit. Bullshit thoughts rot your meat. That's right, you can fly. The kingdom of heaven was within. Free your mind and your ass will follow. It's all about how you fucking put into it. Facts. What you put into it, you will receive. The thought seeds you plant will bear fruit after the energy that you put into them.
1: Put your mind to it and your ass will do it. I like that. Absolutely. Because that's very fucking true. Free your mind
0: and your ass will follow.
1: That is very true. Yeah. Because... And also the part where he said if it's... uh, like, if you plant that seed in your mind, pretty much it's going to turn into an act. Absolutely. Very true. You start thinking a certain way. Like, your body have no... Your fucking brain tells your body to breathe. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, imagine putting these things, the things that you put inside of your brain. Like, they're telling your body to do these things. Like, it's in your brain. So, it's like, you really have to be careful what oh, type yeah. of shit that you, you think about, what type of shit you be around, allow yourself to be around, the type of everything. Like, it's... Yeah...
0: And I love the analogy of, uh, obviously, good thoughts uh, bear good fruits. Bullshit thoughts rot your meat. It's a good way of looking at it because once your meat's rotted, it ain't coming back. So you got to be careful about the bullshit thoughts you put into your mind because sometimes you put yourself down a road that you cannot recover from. (laughs) Yeah. Beautiful lyric.
1: Yeah, I I 100% agree. (laughs) I've never heard that one before, though, actually. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's Funkadelic. So like I said, anybody who has never listened to Funkadelic... Please go listen to Funkadelic Maggot Brain.
1: Go do it. I'm going to definitely go do it myself. <laughs> the
0: whole album. It's going to make you feel good. It's got the funk. But uh, you got anything you want to end with? Because I think our food just got dropped off. You got oh, anything Lord. you want to throw out there?
1: Uh, Be on the lookout for this album I'm about to drop. It's called uh, Time Now. But until then, check out Heartbreak Season on all streaming platforms. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say.
0: Well, I appreciate you coming on here. Bet. I'm Dennis Kaminsky with Lagoon, toy soldier. So, yep. Peace out. Thank you guys for listening. If you guys want more sidetrack or you want to check out my other podcast, Sacred Time, you can find both of those on SoundCloud and YouTube by searching Sacred Time Network. You can also follow us on Instagram at Sacred Time Net. Also, I'd appreciate it if you guys followed me on Instagram because I'm popping off over there. You can find me at Dennis Kaminsky, I, I. I. Thank you one more time for listening. And Joe Rogan, I'm coming for the crown.